the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Oh, yes, sir, you heard the man. It is a Wednesday edition of Texans All Access from the crib yet again. Even though we've got a nice, wonderful Wednesday evening, we are still at the Harris household yet again. Welcome in, everybody. I am your host, Sean Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter for your Houston Texans and your host for this evening's show and right off the bat, I, I don't know how this, this you know, the other night we had a theme. I think it was for Monday night show. It was the state of Wisconsin because I hosted it, born in Marinette, Wisconsin. We also had J.J. Watt on the show, born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And Randall Cobb was also on the show, played for the first eight years of his career in Green Bay, Wisconsin with the Packers. So Wisconsin was our theme. Well, tonight it's going to end up being Jacksonville because we got a couple guests coming on the show. One, Laramie Tunsil. You're going to hear right off the bat here in this first segment. Then we're going to have JP. Now, why Laramie? Laramie, first of all, because Laramie's awesome. Second of all, Laramie from Lake City, Florida, which is sort of like Katy to Houston if that makes any sense, as far as like distance, kind of a suburb. It's, it's considered Jackson, greater Jacksonville area, so it counts. And it's really the reason why I have known about Laramie for so long, because when he was in high school, he was coached by a coach that I coached against, a guy by the name of Craig Howard, and Craig Howard ended up going from there, I believe, up to Oregon, and was the coach at Southern Oregon University, NAIA school, where he was from. But he coached Laramie in his sophomore year uh, before taking off and then going back up to Southern Oregon. That's in the Jacksonville area. So I knew Craig Howard and Craig coached Laramie. Long story. But either way, Laramie from the Jacksonville area. Second segment, we're going to have J.P. Shadrick. That's right, J.P. Shadrick on with us. He sat down with D.P. Oh, probably about, I don't know, four or five days ago and talked about this Jaguars team in 2020. I did a Know Your Foe article. You can see that at HoustonTexans.com. See what I have to say about the Jaguars. It's uh, it's an interesting team because a lot of people think, oh, they're just they're tanking. They're going with Gardner Minshew. That's just a sure sign that the Jaguars are looking to try and get Trevor Lawrence forevermore. That's what they're trying to do. If the bottom falls out, they'll have the opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence, and that will stink. But I think this team, when you look at it really closely, it's not as bad as everybody thinks. It's young. The defense is completely torn down to the studs. But they're now building it back. And they started last year by adding Josh Allen, the edge rusher. They then added the draft this year of Kalevon Chason, who's from North Shore High School. He's going to be opposite Josh Allen, which to me indicates they're probably going to be running a little bit more 3-4 stuff or a lot of nickel stuff, where both those guys are on the field rushing from the edge. They still have Miles Jack. The secondary had to be and is completely revamped. And C.J. Henderson was a number nine pick in the draft, and he was added to the mix. So the defense is young. They signed Joe Schobert, which I think is money well spent. Joe Schobert, I think, is a fabulous linebacker who will play next to Miles Jack. So there's talent there. It's just young. Offensively, it comes back to Minshew. The offensive line has not played up the snuff, but they've got talent up front. DJ Chark is one of the more underrated receivers in the league. Leonard Fournette, he'll give you 1,100 yards, 50, 60 catches. You won't feel great about it. They've been trying to look to trade him away you go. The big key for Jacksonville, I think, has got to be Yannick Ngakwe. But I don't know that they need him... Right out of the bat, if, if Chase on is healthy and ready to go, Chase on and Allen are going to be your guys going forward. So let's you know rock and roll with it. They franchised Ngakwe, but Ngakwe reiterated today, and we'll talk about this later in the show when we go around the league. 
Uh, he's reiterated his stance that he wants out of Jacksonville, which eh, to nobody's surprise, he wants out of Jacksonville. So Jacksonville's young, but I think it could be a, a much better team than people think in due time. Maybe not 2020, but in due time, this team I think is going to be a lot better than people think. So JP Shadrick is going to join us to talk about it from the Jaguar side, and then we will go around the league. But a big item in the NFL popped up today. I believe it was Pro Football Talk Talk who had it first. Now, we have talked about this actual um, circumstance coming to be, and we s- sort of had a feeling. I mean, look, in this world of COVID 19, um, you never know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. Yay. But Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio announced or tweeted that the NFL is going to announce tomorrow, make it official, I suppose, that the preseason is going to be cut in half. We've talked about this for a while. When this first rumor first came out, Tom Pelissaro, I think, at NFL Network was the first one to have it. Mark and I talked about it at the time. And Mark was the one who said, hey, look, um, this is probably going to be, if it comes to be, what makes the most sense, games one and four. Game one, because you can then push it back a little bit, get stadiums ready, get everything just one more week um, ready to go for the players and keep everybody as safe as possible. And week four makes sense because you then have the opportunity to see what you need to do as you get ready for the season. You can kind of evaluate weeks two and three of the preseason, see kind of where you are and what needs to change and if anything needs to change or how you're going to adapt to regular season. If you're going to bring in fans at that point, if you want to bring in fans, all those kind of things can happen in between week three of the preseason, now with no week four, and then moving on to week one of the regular season. So that is it's coming from Mike Florio. NFL is expected to announce that officially tomorrow. Week one, week four. Week one would have been Minnesota. Uh, week two and three, Seattle and New Orleans. So it'll be a home game with Seattle. And then week three would be New Orleans on the road. And then Dallas is scheduled to come here for week four. Man, that. Uh, that week four against Dallas just is never going to happen here, is it? It's never going to happen here. It was supposed to be here for 2017, and then Hurricane Harvey hit. It was supposed to be here in 2020, and then obviously COVID-19 hit. But the news, Mike Florio announcing today or tweeting today that the NFL will announce tomorrow that two preseason games will be lopped off the schedule. More than likely, it'll be week one, Minnesota, week four, Dallas, the Texans would lose an away game and a home game, and they would keep a home game and away game with Seattle week two and New Orleans week three. So that's the way it sits. We'll wait for that official announcement tomorrow, but that was what Mike Florio tweeted today. And like I said, the official announcement coming from the NFL more than likely tomorrow. Okay, let's get to our guest in the first segment, and that is one Laramie Tunsil. DPC had a chance to catch up with him. Talk to him about all things Houston, coming to Houston, being new to Houston. A lot here. Let's take a listen to the big left tackle for your Houston Texans, Larry Tunsil with DPC. Starting left tackle, mm-hmm. you're amazing. We all know that. But I feel like people really want to know who the real Laramie is. Let's do it. So the first day that you actually spoke to the media, you're wearing your Guns N' Roses 1992 tour shirt. Of course. And I don't know if you know this, but the media, like, fell in love with you. Really? They After the did. Guns N' Roses, huh? Well, not so much that. I mean, I think everything, like just how you were with them and, you know, you, music, you talked about your taste in music. Mm-hmm. Pink Floyd is one of your favorites. Yes, yes, ma'am. Pink Floyd. Is that your sure. favorite? Probably my, more than Guns N' Roses. Yeah, it's Pink Floyd, then probably System of a Down. Oh, so okay. Yeah, System of a Down with a heavy metal. Can I ask you, you've got this like Mount Rushmore of music artists on your back. Yes. Who, I, I mean, I don't want to stare, but who are they? Because I. Jimi I Hendrix. Okay. Tupac, Bob Marley, and Prince. Okay, so those are your top, yeah, top four. Top top four and then top genres I like. 
hip hop, rock, R and B. Okay, your musical taste is pretty varied, and you like some old school stuff. Love like some old schools. Love some like, blues. You do. You're yeah. like an old soul. Mm -hmm. How did you get into that kind of music? I don't know. It kind of just like came to me when I was in college. It's funny to say because I really wasn't like this in high school. What did you like in high school? Like straight hip hop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> straight hip hop, and then uh -huh. when I got to college, I don't know. I just started loving old schools. I don't know. It's it weird. Yeah, I think it fits your personality. Yeah. I did some digging on you, so don't uh -oh. be freaked out by oh my gosh. stalking skills. I found that your uh, go-to karaoke song is Sade, No Ordinary Love. Oh, that hell true? yeah, that's my, yeah. That is my favorite yeah, Sade sure. song. I love Sade. But I, I can't really picture you singing it, because Sade is kind of... we got to have a karaoke night. We, I feel like, like we're doing a disservice <laughs> if you don't sing it. So you're into Sade, too. Mm -hmm. I like Sade. Yeah. Like Sade the Greatest Hits is actually one of my most favorite albums. Yes, of course. Of all time. So, in sports, if you had to do a Mount Rushmore of athletes on your back. Is this basketball be? or just like This football? can be whatever you want. Oh, I won't even tough. like limit it to NFL football. That's tough. I don't even watch sports like that. But um, Do you watch any other sports like in your free time? Basketball, but not like that. Like you're not a diehard fan? I'm not a diehard sports fan at all. Did you play a lot of sports growing up? I in played high basketball school? and football. That was the main one. In high school? Yes. Did you do track as well? I did shot put my sophomore year, but that didn't work out well for me. It didn't? No. Nah. Why is that? I was throwing like a 36, and I think people above me was throwing like 50s. <laughs> <laughs> so why, why did the basketball thing not work out? How did you, how did you go football over basketball? Uh, if I would have made it to the NBA, I'd have been playing point guard, so that's one thing I stopped. So you didn't want to be a point guard? No, I didn't want to be a point guard at what all. What did you want to be? Center, for sure. Power forward. You wanted center. to be a center Power or a forward center? center? Yeah, oh, all day, okay. all day. But six five, you for sure get to the NBA. You playing point guard? How tall were you in high school when you were playing basketball? Six four, six three, six four. So you grew like one more inch yeah. when you got into college. <laughs> yep. All right, so you go to Ole Miss. I feel like I would picture you more of a California guy, but how did you end up? At I like Ole Miss? I like Cali, but um, I actually had a, a official visit to Ole Miss, and Robert Kimdichie and Laquan Treadwell was there. And we came, we got there, we, we sat down in this little room, we was all talking. We was like, why would we go to Alabama or Georgia when we could just come to Ole Miss and just change the program around? Okay. And that's one thing we did. We beat Alabama, beat a lot of teams. We, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't win a championship, but we won bowl games. So the goal was to beat a really good team like yeah, Alabama? Of course. Just to bring that program to the top, and I think that's what we did. Did you ever look at Texas? Never looked Any at Texas. Any Texas schools? No. no that was, it would, was it ever in your thinking that you might end up one day living in Texas? Never thought that. Really? Never thought that. Did you think you'd live in California over Texas? I want to live in California when I'm done with everything, for sure. Yeah. State tax is kind of crazy, but... Well, Texas, no state tax. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, you've Florida, got that. No state and tax. you can visit California for way exactly. cheaper. Mm -hmm. I mentioned California because your fashion, you're, you're probably one of the swaggiest O linemen, Thank you. I think. And I think it's hard to do Thank as you. an O lineman because you're a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. um, can I say that? Is that fair yeah, of to course. Say? It's cool. Right. So, how, how did you get your sense of style or fashion? That came in college, too, matter of fact. At Ole Miss? No, that came in college. Um, my brother, actually, the one who started putting me on some swag, and then I just took it over from there. Okay. Yeah. What did your did your brother play wide receiver? Wide receiver at okay. Ole Miss. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. So Ole Miss. he does he dress like anybody on the Texans that you could compare him to? Oh, uh, he does. He has his own style too. Own style. We got okay. our own style. Okay. Nobody copy nobody. Yeah. So how would you describe your style compared to most? Mine, mine's kind of like <laughs> hippie-ish, rock and rollish modern days like old school like I'm, I'm all over the place yeah when it comes to fashion you've got your rock t-shirts mm -hmm. and then you had these gucci pants which, which, which was fake which were fake you yeah. made sure you uh -huh. shouldn't tell which people that because yeah, nobody would not? know you're an nfl player you why can not no i don't want to you want fake people it. to know they're, they're, they're fake. fake yeah have you been to harwin and hillcroft in the houston area because i think never, you would really enjoy never heard of it. The is shops. that like a mall yeah, you could probably have your choice of fake Gucci's, and I don't That's know if I should be advertising. <laughs> fake Prada, Pradas. <laughs> you get your choice of fake Pradas and whatnot there. That'd be dope. I also read that you're really into aliens. Huh. What's okay, the... we digging deep here. Oh, yeah. I, I could be a PI detective. Okay. What's your uh, favorite alien movie of all time? I don't have... I've never seen an alien... E.T.? What? E.T. is an alien movie. Yeah, Men in Black, only... Predator, like... That was not alien movies. Like, it's one movie I actually seen, but I just don't know the name of it. Okay, oh my what is gosh. it? I don't know. I don't is know it old? Is it? It's an old movie for sure. Old movie. Okay, is but I don't alien? watch alien movies like that. I don't watch. I'm not a movies guy. I used to get so much stuff about that. Like people used to come pick on me and everything because, because you're I, not I, in I the don't movies? watch movies at all. Like Lion King, I seen it one time and 
I don't remember anything. That's when I was young. Okay. You why you don't like going to movie? You just don't like going to the movie theaters. You don't like the experience. Just not of a it? movie guy. Just never been. Okay. Just never been a movie guy. You do like shows though. TV I love shows? concerts. Concerts. Okay. Concerts. What's TV old? shows. Uh. You because you, okay. We'll get to the shows okay. in a second. Last concert you went to. Last concert I went to was the Dreamville Fest in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dreamville. Mm-hmm. J. Cole. Yeah. yeah, those shirts are everywhere. The Dreamville yeah. shirts. So dope. I got a couple shirts too. You got a couple. Okay, so yeah. J. Cole is uh, anybody that you want to see that's on tour will be on tour. Uh, Summer Walker. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know Summer Walker. I do. I know Summer Walker. You know, yeah, she's coming here. And what I, about Lizzo? Lizzo, Lizzo, was Lizzo she was just here. She's yeah. from Houston, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like know that much. You're into the female and yeah, the of course, I of like course, that. You're yeah, very diverse yeah, in your mm-hmm. rock and your hip hop. But I'm looking forward to Summer Walker. I can't wait to see okay. her. Okay. I think okay. she comes down to 30th. I'm not sure. Okay, so you're big into concerts. Not yeah. in the movies, big into concerts. Mm-hmm. You are into Stranger Things, though. Oh, sh- that's my show. Right I see. There. I knew. I, I but it's knew based like it's based on the back of the aliens. Day. It's aliens, very weird. you know, what I'm saying? Yes. very weird. That's right up my alley. And the music is really good. It's yeah, good it 80s is. music. Did you see their style? It's kind of like the the 70s. It's 80s. like 80s. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know if 80s are in yet. What well, are, are they in again? Is it old enough I, that it's, it's in, in again? for me? So you, well, you're, you're, yeah. you probably carry that off. Mm. So you like? Is there any other show that you you binge watch? Uh, Stranger Stranger Things, Snowfall. And oh, it's a new series that just came out called Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> so is I don't it, know. It, is it about Wu Tang? It's about Wu Tang. Yeah. Oh, Talks cool. about I them. mean, that yeah. does not surprise me. Yeah, you should. It's, it's a good show too. You should watch Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, travel. Do you like to travel? I do. I don't mind traveling. Okay. Where is the best place that you've ever gone on vacation? Uh, Costa Rica, for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. First time going ziplining. It was pretty dope. Yes, that's actually I've gone ziplining in the jungle, so the dope. rainforest. So I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. So <laughs> like extra reinforced. I was flying down the home. It was so much fun. <laughs> well, that's a little scary though, because if you are, a I'm kind of like a daredevil though. Okay, so you like, like my biggest look. thing, I want to skydive. I gotta go skydiving okay. soon. Like probably just off season, I gotta go skydiving. Like jumping out of a skydiving is jumping out of. The, I, I always it's, confuse it with uh, a parasailing. Skydiving is when you jump out of the. You've when done you jump that. out of plane, okay. yeah. So uh, I, I probably, I, that's not really something I would do. <laughs> where, where would you like to travel that you haven't been yet? Uh, I want to go to Greece. I want to go to uh, Amsterdam, for sure. Okay. Uh, th- Thailand. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that's probably it so far. I don't know. I, I, I like to pick places based on the food that I like. So okay. great, I, would, I would definitely do Greece because I love Greek food. You yeah. seem to be a foodie yourself, right? Of course. Yeah. Big guy. How do you? So, uh, yes. I found out about Greece through Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills went to Greece. He went to Greece. Yes, he said okay. the food is amazing. So I'm going to check it out. Well, Houston is great for trying out all these different foods, by it the way. Is. How it have is. you been able to... Have you liked Houston so far? Yes, I haven't been nowhere. I was like, have you gotten out of the <laughs> I stadium have been, in I your have, house? No, I haven't been no. nowhere okay. besides the O-line dinner, but. How have those been? Can, can I ask, like, do you remember any of, like, a place that stands out The to last you? place I went to was, we got a dinner tonight, but the last place I went to, Steak 48. Oh, yes, of course. So it's pretty good. Yes, it's pretty good. We're, they're known for steaks here. Yeah. Uh, so who eats the most out of the Olin group? Mm. I want to see if it's changed since you joined. I'm going to have to give it to the Rook. I had to give it to Titus. I was like, which one? Oh, Titus out <laughs> Titus, eats everyone. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, music, just to circle back, mm-hmm. you played a lot of instruments. Mm-hmm. T- I, I thought of this because Titus can sing, from what I've heard. Yeah, he told me today he was in a choir. He was in a choir. And yeah. you play a lot of instruments. Mm-hmm. Play can the you guitar. list all the instruments you play? Because I think I'm, I'm going to forget one. I know the basics of the guitar. The bass and the piano. Okay. The keys. Okay. I know the basics. Did you teach yourself? I taught myself, yeah. I actually had a guy in Miami. That's really impressive. Yeah, I actually had a guy in Miami who taught me how to play the guitar. Yeah, so he used to give me lessons. Is it, it's not similar, though, like guitar to piano to bass? It's kind of got the same notes, but it's not similar, if that makes sense. I don't okay. know if that makes sense. You, have a beat, you got a beat pad, too, I right? I do have a beat pad. Do you make beats? I do make Are beats. Are you going to produce music one day? Do you think that's, that's my goal? I think that's, that's a very cool goal. That'd be dope, huh? Yeah, to make that's, some beats. That's my goal. The main thing with music, you got to be consistent. Got to be consistent with it. So, have you been practicing? Uh, since I've been down here, no. <laughs> I mean, you've got all this free time, Laramie, right? Yeah, I know, like, right. You just and go I just home, go and, home like, and, and lay down, yeah. But yeah. Miami, I used to used to be on the music a lot. I don't have none of my equipment down here, but 
Okay. I get it done. I think that maybe in the off season, you and Titus, Zach Cunningham's a great singer too. By yeah. The way. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. You guys should make some beats That'd together. Be dope. That's just my suggestion. All right. What other impressions of Houston before I let you go? You were complaining about traffic the other day. Traffic is horrible, bro. Yeah. You're you're a true Houstonian if you're complaining about traffic. Traffic like the rest is of us. horrible. I know. Worse than that. Miami. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. I thought Miami was pretty bad. Miami is, is pretty bad, but I we can get through. You can take back roads. Houston seems like you can't take no back roads. Yeah, you got to give it a minute. I think you'll yeah. find some. Houston, cool though. Let's keep our theme of Jacksonville going with Jacksonville Jaguar analyst, covered team for a while, and a good friend of the show, JP Shadrick. Next, right here on Texas All Access. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dyke and stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dyke Air intelligence! Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Hey, Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick, and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa, and two slices of pepper jack cheese, because, of course, that's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time pico de gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority wait list for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. 
Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. It's Payne and Pendergast. I think there's a good chance that the Rockets come out kind of on fire and with both Gordon and James Harden being slimmer. Those guys have taken this very seriously. They've played a lot of basketball. I think we're going to be a little surprised by the conditioning level of a few of these guys. Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. Weekdays at 6. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Don't miss an episode of our Texans podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher to get the latest sent right to your phone. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Wednesday edition of Texans All Access from the crib. That's right, from the Harris household. I'm your host, John Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter. And it's time for one of our good friends throughout the league. It's one of the cool things about being with the Texans, with the AFC South, getting to know people from other teams, especially those in the AFC South. And one guy that we've gotten to know and has actually gotten to be a friend from afar for a long time, and that is J.P. Shattuck. About three or four days ago, D.P. Sidhu had a chance to catch up with J.P. and talk about this Jaguar squad for 2020. And I, I'm, I'm scared of this Jaguar squad a lot more than other people are. A lot of people are thinking, oh, it's going to be the worst team in the league. And I don't quite see it that way. I think it's going to be a young team that is going to hit you right in the mouth. They may not be the best team in the league, but they're going to be pretty darn good in due time. I just hope that due time is much more down the road. A lot depends on Gardner Minshew, and you can see what I have to say about it at HoustonTexas.com. You can see my Know Your Foe. It's time for the Jacksonville Jaguars. J.P. Shadrick to join us and tell us what he thinks about the team this year. D.P., take it away. How is your offseason going so far? It's pretty good, and I'm joining you today, DP, from Vulcan Park in Birmingham, Alabama, overlooking the city of Birmingham, which I don't know if you can see behind me through those oak trees. Somewhere down there is Birmingham, and uh, I'm at the base of the statue, so there's Vulcan right there, the Roman god of the forge overlooking downtown Birmingham. So getting a little vacation in, DP, and uh, it's always great to join you no matter what location I'm standing in. I love that you decided to take uh, J.P. Shadrick on the road for the Deep Slant interview. You did tell me it started pouring down rain, like you had this all planned out. And I said, if that's not 2020 encapsulated, I don't know what is. Like you you have all these great plans and then something else totally different happens. Yeah, nobody ever said, nobody ever said I'm a meteorologist, but uh, (laughs) I should have looked at the weather before I had this grand plan, but hey, that's part of it. And it it does kind of seem like what's going on these days. You have great plans and then something else happens. And we're only halfway home, DP. We're only in June in 2020. we got a long way to go. I know. It's half full or half empty. It's half over, but we got half to go. Uh, <laughs> so I want to ask you about your offseason. I'm sure it looked very much like how ours did, trying to cover this team virtually through Zoom meetings um, and their virtual offseason program. But what can you tell us about the Jaguars, what you got to learn about this 2020 squad uh, this offseason? Well, uh, just listening to Doug Marone talk about it the other week at the end of the offseason program, I think he was very happy with how guys responded to all the adversity going on, uh, figuring out how to, how to use the online systems, uh, being in the meeting rooms. Yeah, you'd like to be on the field, but you can only do what you can in this situation. So I think that there were no real glitches, technically. Everything went as planned, I think, and they got everything in they wanted to get in. Now it's just a matter of uh, figuring out when they're going to get on the field. I think everything went as smooth as could be in the offseason program. Now, it's a young team, like we said, 30 rookies. It's, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve there, but um, so far they've done everything they can do in this offseason to get those guys ready. Yeah, I definitely want to talk to you about those draft picks because it seemed like the Jags were picking. Every time I looked, they were on the clock. <laughs> but first, uh, let's talk about the big question heading into this offseason. I think the biggest storyline for a lot of us looking at the Jaguars was going to be what happens with that quarterback situation. And they made their decision on Nick Foles. They traded him to Chicago for a fourth-round pick. What were your thoughts on that move? They're going forward with Gardner Minshew, but it seemed like at one point 
a lot of these veteran QBs that were out there in free agency were getting linked to the Jaguars, but they decide to stick with the second-year quarterback now. How does it feel over there in Jacksonville knowing that Minshew is going to be the guy now? Well, it was really a salary cap situation. you got to remember, too, they, they traded off Calais Campbell, big number, getting up there in age. A.J. Boye had a pretty big number. You guys know him well. Uh, they traded him off for a draft pick, and the biggest number of all was Nick Foles. And to, first off, get rid of the salary next year is huge, but to get a draft pick back was even bigger. Um, so you got rid of all those salaries and got three draft picks. That's pretty. It's a pretty nice move from Dave Caldwell, the general manager. But uh, to the quarterback talk, yeah, it's, it, that was the move that, hey, this is Gardner Minshew's team. Uh, they didn't draft a quarterback high in the draft this year, so it's, it's really Gardner's team this year. And he's going to have a chance this season to prove that he can be a franchise-caliber quarterback, either for this team or, or moving ahead elsewhere. And if things don't go well, then, you know, then they can readjust and go to the draft next year and, and figure out the, the future plans moving ahead. But Gardner's the guy, and as you know, just seeing it from the outside, but we see it here in Jacksonville or here in Birmingham, um, they love Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. The fan base loves the guy. It's just a matter of what his ceiling is. Has he touched that yet? Uh, I don't think anybody knows. He's a confident guy. He does the, the work and, and is going to be ready to play and do things right, even in a new offense. Um, but what is the what is the ceiling for him? And I think that's the big question for the organization, and I think that's why he's the guy this year to figure it out and see what happens at the end of 2020. I mean, a lot's changed for this Jaguars team since that Week 2 matchup when they played the Texans last year. I mean, let's look at the cornerbacks. You mentioned A.J. Boye getting traded. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey is no longer with the team. Was that the biggest surprise of the headline, the biggest – uh, surprise trade-wise was the fact that they traded Boye to Denver, or was that sort of the writing on the wall at some point during the season? Yeah, I think just with the salary figures, Steepy, I think that was he was on he was on the short list. I think to go um, just because they they were in fact there was a moment they were above what would have been the salary cap in 2020 before the league year started. So those big numbers start over in the secondary basically, then they go in the draft and get C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Uh, to be a starting cornerback. Trey Herndon is a guy who's been around here for a couple of years who they like, who will probably start on the outside. And they have D.J. Hayden at the nickel spot. So that's the corner uh, position here. Um, they seem to like the safeties that they have for now. Uh, but, no, to answer your question, I, I wasn't surprised with the Boye move. You know, um, it seemed like just kind of a refresh, a reboot of sorts in the secondary here. Um, and you do that with a, a first-round draft pick, a top-ten draft pick, and C.J. Henderson, who they feel can come in pretty quickly and contribute at the outside corner spot. They made a lot of moves in free agency to make up for some of those big names that they lost with the salary cap situation. Out of those free agents, who do you think can come in and make an impact right away for the Jags? Give me a guy like uh, you know Rodney Gunter. You know He's not a huge name. Came from the Cardinals, defensive lineman, and over the last few years, the way the interior of this defensive line has changed around here with draft picks and trades and such, you need a little more um, beef in the interior of this defensive line. And, and he's not just a beef guy. He's going to get upfield and, and rush from the three technique. So a guy like him, that, I think that's a bigger pickup than a lot of people might realize right now. A veteran guy who's been in the league for a long time and has played at a pretty high level at that position. And considering all the, the, the names that are no longer here, you need a veteran presence, a guy who's been around, uh, to help some of those younger guys on the defensive line. So if I had to pick one, I'll take Dunter right now. All right. You mentioned the 12 draft picks. Uh, with all those trades come a lot of draft picks, and it seemed like the Jaguars had a lot of them here in 2020. They had a lot of needs heading into this draft. How do you think they did addressing them? Um, I know they hit a cornerback a couple of times in the draft. They got a quarterback late in the draft. But overall, when you look at how that draft shaped up for them, how do you think they addressed some of those needs? And, and who are you most excited to see out there? It was good. I, you know, they had two first-round picks, obviously. So they got Henderson first, who a lot of people felt they could have taken a little later. But the Jags liked this guy so much, they couldn't roll the dice and, and risk, you know, having to go down to 20 to get him. So they went ahead and got the cornerback. And then to have Caleb on Chase on there, with that second first-round pick was absolutely huge for this team because he was another guy on that list they felt could have been drafted in the top ten. He kept falling and falling, and there were moments on draft night where, uh, you know, in hindsight, 
talking to the general manager and the, the brass, it, they, they might have made, made a move a couple of spots up to get him, but he fell the right way. So Chason's a guy, especially with the unique Ngakwe situation, a, a little up in the air still, a lot up in the air still. Um, you need another guy that can get to the quarterback on the outside and maybe play in coverage if they're going to play some 3-4 type of stuff this year. Uh, they're not going to be a, a, a straight 3-4 defense. They'll have some elements of that. But he's a guy that can go out in coverage, uh, you know, not way down the field, but do things an outside linebacker can do. If for some reason Ngakwe's not around, there's your guy. Caleb on Chason, I think, is probably the – it could be the most important draft pick of the 12 because he can come in right away. And he's going to have some rookie – things that happen but they feel like he can plug in especially with everything going on on the outside of the defensive line right now put him with Josh Allen and if for some reason Ngakwe and the Jags come to a deal then you have all three of those guys on the field and Todd Wash the defensive coordinator is doing backflips so give me Caleb on chase on that's I think the most important draft pick the Jaguars had you read my mind. I was actually going to ask you about Yannick Ngakwe coming up because that franchise tag deadline's coming up here on July 15th it's been pretty quiet. It was uh, not so quiet early on with uh, on Twitter with with Ngakwe on uh, you know voicing his opinions about the Jags. But any idea which way this may shake out or how the Jags plan to handle it, especially in light of the fact that they're not meeting in person right now, makes it a lot harder to negotiate these sort of deals. And and we don't really know what the training camp situation is going to be either. Right, and I, I think the it's really status quo from before. Nothing's truly changed. The Jaguars. Um, back a few months back now, offered him a deal that the, the Jags felt was was right. He didn't like it and has voiced that displeasure, obviously, on Twitter a handful of times. That has calmed down a little bit. I, I think yeah, – I would guess his camp is still trying to figure out uh, a trade somehow. I, I know the Jaguars don't want to trade him. They want him as part of this football team, and I think that goes to the top of the organization, especially considering what happened with the Jalen Ramsey situation last year. Ramsey – was very public in, in wanting out of Jacksonville. And then they found a deal somehow for two first round draft picks. Well, that lightning won't strike twice in my opinion. So get a deal done. The team apparently has not made a deal to the liking of Chris Jones. He has, as Mike Garofalo reported Tuesday on NFL network, Jones has, and I quote, always viewed himself as a 20 million dollar plus per year player but the Chiefs have got a lot of financial uh, requirements that they're going to have in front of them they're going to have to get Pat redone they just got Tyreek done they're paying Tyron a lot of money Travis Kelsey is going to come up uh, pretty soon they've got a lot of money tied up into those players Frank Clark they've got money tied up into I'm not going to tell you that any of those guys are any less or any better, any less, whatever. I just know that Chris Jones, losing Chris Jones will hurt that defense significantly. The best player in the Super Bowl, bar none, was Chris Jones. Offense, defense, both sides of the ball. It was Chris Jones. He was dominant that night. They do not have a long-term contract in uh, lock, stock, and barrel. When Jones replied via Twitter to a reply of Garofalo's report, he said, essentially, if I don't get the $20 million a year, eh, that's not a good thing. He said, or I won't play, at Le'Veon Bell told me about this. Now, it's sort of a cryptic tweet. I'm not really sure what Le'Veon would have shared with him, but I don't know that Le'Veon missing a year made things any better for him himself. He ended up with the Jets. I think he got similar amount of money minus the 13 or 14 million we'd gotten with the franchise tag the year he sat out. But Chris Jones sort of following that lead. Now, Jones is 25 years old. He is set to make 16 million during the 2020 season. But from that noise, you would think that Jones doesn't get a long-term contract done in the next two weeks because that's the deadline, two weeks for franchise tag players to sign extensions. Maybe he's not playing in 2020. And look, again, I know what everybody's out there thinking, well, there might not be a 2020. I, I know, but every show that we have done, 
we're just doing our job in that is assuming that a 2020 season will be played. Well, if Chris Jones decides he's going to hold out, maybe he sits out that week one game with the Texans. (laughs) I would not be disappointed in that. I would not whatsoever. Now, is he worth 20 million a year? And this is where I know people are like, 20 million a year for an interior pass rusher, et cetera. You're going to have to start moving your targets. Now, you might have to move them back, depending on what the cap does, uh, based on what COVID-19 does to uh, revenues for the league, all that kind of stuff. But $20 million, I don't want to say it's a drop in the bucket, but good players in this league are getting that amount of money. They're getting that amount of money. And that's what Chris Jones is looking to do. Now, um, the only two defensive tackles making $20 million or more annually the Rams, Aaron Donald, who I mentioned, and also DeForest Buckner of the Indianapolis Colts. Colts gave a first-round pick for him, then paid him, locked him up for a while. That's what Chris Jones is looking to do. So get it while you can, young buck. I, I, I rarely have problems with players that are saying, look, I want to get paid what I'm worth. But when it comes to, eh, I'm going to sit out and give up that $16 million uh, a reminder that you don't play this game forever. So, uh, just some news on the Chiefs. Chris Jones, one of the better players, looking at a contract situation over the next couple of weeks. Hey, big thanks to Laramie Tunsil, DP Sitter, JP Shadrick, to all of you for listening. Thank you so much to my good friend Bridget Falcone uh, in the studio, making sure we stay in the air. We'll see y'all tomorrow. And as always, go Texans. June's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award presented by Apache will be presented to Houston Police Department Lieutenant Bridget Loomis. Lieutenant Loomis sets an exemplary leadership standard for all with her commitment to service. Recently, she went above and beyond to help a mother and her two children escape a domestic abuse situation, taking care of their hotel bill when shelters were full. Her willingness to serve those around her for the past 23 years means more to her community than she knows. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate her for being our June Star of Courage Award. Recipient. Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. It's Payne and Pendergast. I think there's a good chance that the Rockets come out kind of on fire and with both Gordon and James Harden being slimmer. Those guys have taken this very seriously. They've played a lot of basketball. I think we're going to be a little surprised by the conditioning level of a few of these guys. Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. Weekdays at 6. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. 
Find a massive selection of new and certified pre-owned Hyundais at Ron Carter Hyundai, a better way to buy. Test drive any vehicle at Ron Carter Hyundai and get $250 in gift cards. Buy any vehicle and get $500 in gift cards. Sell them your car. There'll be any offer by $500 or get $500. Plus, get Hyundai Assurance, America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Gulf Freeway, just two miles south of the Beltway. RonCarterHyundai.com. See dealer website for gift card and trade-in details. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MY-CAT-19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Blue 42, hike! A phrase like this is always exciting to hear, especially from your own backyard. Being a homeowner is a big part of the American dream, and applying for a mortgage through Amogee Bank is a big part of making that happen. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or want to build your home from the ground up, come see us. Amogee Bank. Here you grow. Official bank of the Houston Texans. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. See your Amogee Banker for details. Amogee Bank, a division of ZBNA. Equal housing lender. NMLS number 467014. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com. Geico gets you access to licensed agents 24-7, which means that Geico is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you. Like your mom, when you fill out really, really important paperwork on the first day of a new job. Name, check, birthday, social security, is that a thing? Hey, mom, what is my social security number? Mom, mom, mom. Okay, let's guess. Uh, zero, zero, one, seven. Oh, Gemini. Hashtag done. Geico, always there for you with savings and 24-7 access to licensed agents. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. 
we have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. NextGen Stats, powered by AWS. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility, featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again. Let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. At Brookside Equipment Sales, equipment's our middle name. You owe it to yourself to visit Brookside Equipment. Brookside is your top dealer for everything John Deere, and we're blowing out the competition with hundreds off gators and thousands off tractors, all with great finance offers. Brookside, 45 years with the best deals and treating customers right. Nine locations and now in Conroe. BrooksideUSA.com. At Brookside Equipment Sales. We're tough enough to cut it. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. KILT, KILT FM HD2 Houston. Radio.com Sports Station and your home of the Houston Texans.